Do something today that your future self will thank you for. Hello and welcome to Awaken the Warrior in You podcast. I am Edison Ho, Mr. World Singapore 2012 and the creator of the Lumix system. For the past 12 years, I have helped hundreds of people, celebrities, teachers, CEOs, lawyers to transform their life and body to achieve their dreams. With a challenge of busy schedules and family commitment, Awaken the Warrior in You identifies the excuses to let go of, the behavior to adopt, and the skills to acquire on the path of growth, confidence, and believing in yourself. I believe that everyone's potential is too precious of a gift to waste. So join me in this journey to awaken the warrior in you. Hi, this is your host, Alison Ho. In this episode, I will be sharing with you Is fitness market in Singapore really getting too saturated? But before that, I want to apologize for all the noises out here because today I'm out recording this uh, podcast. Um, so there will be noises from the construction and the fans and things like that. All right. All right. So today I have a guest with me. He is also a fitness coach. His name is uh, Anik Fitri. Uh, Anik is a ACE certified personal trainer, ACE ACE exercise rehab specialist, weight and fat loss coach, and as well as a kickboxing coach. Okay, so right now I would like to put Anik online and tell us more about himself. All right, Anik. Hey, what's up? Hi. What's up? Hey, Edison. All right, uh, thank you for having me in your podcast, Edison. Um, it's, a, it's a great honor. So uh, my name is Anik. So, uh, all right, so tell me more about myself, right? So I've been in. I've been a coach for about more than seven years. Uh, initially, I was from um, fitness first, so I've been there for about almost seven years, lah. So only recently that I've um, broke away from the commercial gym, and now doing freelance. So that's my story in a nutshell. So yeah. So how I got started being a coach is very. <laughs> I got started being a coach is very simple. Uh, I've always been passionate about sports and fitness. And then um, when I went to national service, I actually was a PTI, so a physical training instructor. So that in a way was my first step in my journey in terms of being an instructor, a trainer, a coach. Yeah. So then from there, after I finished NS, that's when I went on to become a personal trainer. Yeah. Okay, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so... This made me feel very, uh, I was curious, oh, okay? okay. <laughs> because when you say you were a BTI yes. before, and that is where you inspired to become a fitness trainer, am right, I right? right? Yes, correct. Okay, so what is the difference when you, when you kind of like coach people in the army as a PTI oh. and compare to when you coach people in the gym? Okay, of course, there's a big difference. So, um, just actually I was in the police force. Yes, yeah, so I was a, a PTI, a physical training instructor in the police force. It's totally different. Of course, you've been through national service yourself, right? Mm. So you know the, the different culture when it comes to training someone or even training. 
So in back in the in national service, whether you've been in army, in the civil defense, or in the police force, I think when you are recruit, the the training start is just just do it. Right? Anything wrong, you will get punished by doing push-ups or you need to run here and there. So that's basically the main idea of the, the, the I would say. PTI in the, the system. In the uh, that's, the, that's the main so, idea of the system. So in a way is when you are in the army, when they when they are not listening to you, just, you can ask them to do push-up. Just whack them. I mean, when customers yes. <laughs> do wrongly, you cannot ask them to do push-up because they pay you. <laughs> correct, correct. In a way, the the mindset has to be different. It took me like about a year to kind of get it in tune to the to being a personal trainer kind of mindset from an instructor to a mm. personal trainer because mm. being a personal trainer is very personalized it's, it's yeah. one-on-one it's very up close and personal it's very uh, I would say like a PR like yeah, you, you have correct, to build right. the relationship with the exactly. uh, customer so, right the clients yeah. okay and it's totally different very cool very cool so now since we are talking about a gym bro do you know how many gyms in total right now operating in Singapore wow Singapore yes I think in total, okay, I don't know, maybe like what? 500, I don't know. 500? Yeah, definitely a lot lah. Because, yeah, lately a lot of new gyms opening. Cool, cool. Okay, let me tell you this. I did a research online, okay? According to justrunla.com, Singapore, they mentioned that we have 237 gyms in total. But, mm. I don't think so. Maybe there's more. <laughs> there, it's definitely more because... I think what they calculated are more about the gyms that is commercial, commercial gym. Ah. Like uh, Fitness First, Pure Fitness, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, um, according to CNA, on July, 11 July 2021, mm. there were 145 new gyms open the last six months. Just imagine. Oh, that's a lot in the short period of time. Yes, huh? in six months, 145 new gyms open. So just imagine total in Singapore, I believe, like what just now you mentioned, 500 yeah, over gyms. Maybe gym, it's possible. It could be. Could be. Uh, up yeah, to or 500. Even, or even more. Because boutique gyms, small, yeah, yeah, gym, small gyms, crossfit gyms, mm. uh, F45 and things yeah. like that. If you, really right? wanna, if you really want to count everything, I mean, there's definitely at least 500 maybe. Yes, correct. Okay, so now I would like to ask you this question, okay? Mm. Since there are so many gyms open, in Singapore, yeah. do you think that they just open to earn money because they know Singaporeans are now more open to fitness? See, the reason why I ask this question, when the supply of the gym increases, okay, the number of professional trainers need to be increased. Agree? Yeah, that's true. Agree? Yeah. So, if we need the number of professional trainers to be increased in short period of time, do you think that um, this gym able to hire so many professional like really professional good and experienced quality, trainer yeah. quality trainer in short period of time I would say so the, the first question is um, did all these gyms open just to make money or, or what, what's their reason right? correct, correct I would say definitely I mean if you want to open a business definitely is to earn profit that definitely has to be your first mindset. Makes sense. Or one of the goals at least. So, yes, the answer to that, my answer to that will be yes. Mm-hmm. And to answer your next question in terms of since there's an increase, a surge of new gyms, definitely you need to increase the number of staff, of trainers, yes. of instructors. Yes. 
So, um, so yeah. So since the the high increase, yeah, yeah. But so it means it's not it's possible or not possible to to hire so many good quality trainer in this short period of time. Is is this possible? What do you think? I think it's possible if those individuals actually come into the industry with a mindset that yes, they want to get themselves at least some minimal qualification, like certifications here and there. I mean, you don't have to be. Uh, I mean, you don't have to have so many kind of certificates. I mean, you can just have one or two basic certificates, uh, like instructor certificate. Of course, to have quality, it takes number one experience and number two also your personality. So this. Um, all these factors would play in. Yeah. I I think you are quite positive because I have seen, I really have seen that trainers are because they know that um, being a trainer you can earn fast money, and they are just there to earn the quick money. Yeah. And then they are when they are training their clients, they are actually using their phone. They are looking around. They put their clients on a treadmill and <laughs> run for twenty minutes. Yeah. Are you saying that because you are guilty of it also? <laughs> <laughs> I I I will never be that that trainer lah. But yeah, that aside, that aside. Now the second question I want to ask you is, what does it take to be a good trainer? Okay, so I'm guessing this question is to follow up on the previous question. Yeah, so I was about to go there. So, like I said, there are a few factors. Based on my principles, my values, number one would be knowledge. So knowledge it requires continued like learning, education. You need to have the the drive and initiative to seek new knowledge. Sometimes even old knowledge you want to revisit, revisit old knowledge. That's number one knowledge. Secondly, experience. So experience you can only get experience over time. You can't expect to be a highly experienced trainer within like first six months. Agree. Right? Compared agree. to someone who has done it for. 10 years. Mm. Definitely the one who has uh, has done it for 10 years mm. should have more experience. So I mean this is all you want to quantify into whether that person is quality or not. And third of all, of course it's like personality, your work ethics, that what makes a good trainer. But and I wouldn't want to use the word trainer because trainer anybody can be a trainer and instructor, right? You just need to know what to do. For example, you just know how to work out. You can be a trainer. Mm-hmm. For example, my friend who is not a, a professional uh, um, coach okay. can be a trainer, okay. right? Let's say he's an example, an interior designer. Okay. He can also be a trainer, okay. right? But that doesn't mean he can be a good fitness coach okay. or nutrition coach. Makes sense. Yeah. So the word coach is actually the next step of a good trainer. Feels like trainer is more like following a script. Or a paper, yeah. So uh, to 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 coach, but uh, a real coach is someone that able to innovate yeah. the exercise and yeah. know what to do with the clients. So the whole whole full dimension in terms of being an instructor, I mean, you need to understand the exercise. You need to understand the client. You need to understand the nutrition. You need to understand the lifestyle and the environment. So everything. So that what that's the definition of a good coach. Good coach. All right, amazing, amazing. I think the same way as you. Okay, so since you and me both, we came from uh, a commercial gym before. I believe most of the trainer came from commercial gym, yeah. and then now we are freelance. Yeah. Okay, um, what do you think about commercial gym trainers compare to a freelance trainer or freelance coach? Okay, it depends what you are trying to compare them with. So. 
maybe give me one specific comparison. What, what do you what are you comparing in terms of service, in terms of knowledge, in terms of just choose one. At least I can be more direct in terms of now. Now, that's, that's, now that's, it feels like you are the one who hosts host the <laughs> podcast. All right. So what I mean is, um, in terms maybe more on the work ethic, mm-hmm. or maybe the way how they look at clients. Okay. Okay. All right. So okay, I understand your question now. So like like both of us, we came from a commercial gym, right? Yes. Uh, and now we are doing freelance. So it's hard to say that commercial being a commercial gym trainer is better or being a freelance gym is better because now we have been both or we are both but I would say I'm going to be very like neutral about this because I've seen commercial gym trainers who are not competent and at the same time I've seen commercial gym trainers who are very good Um, good science good work ethics good uh, people relations and at the same time on the other hand now we talk about freelance trainers of course I've seen some trainers out there who are you know sometimes they don't give in 100% for whatever reason okay I mean there's definitely a deeper story to that when they do certain things but um, yeah but I do see a lot of uh, there are some really dedicated freelance trainers out there which um, they put value onto the onto this personal training service uh. so I would say yeah you know, they are good and bad you know, on both sides of the table. I think I think I'm gonna say something that commercial gym wouldn't wouldn't like it. Like. I'm gonna yeah. burst the go bubble. Ahead, go I'm ahead, gonna bro. burst the bubble. So I I know that commercial gym, the downside of it is it's not the trainer fault, it's not the coach fault. Because we know that commercial gym they want to earn money. Yeah. Right? So every now and then they have meeting, right? They sales. they want to hit sales. Sales, yeah. Sales, right. So <laughs> many people look at us in the in the gym like as if we are a salesman salesman yeah. because i seen trainer when they have too many clients when they cannot take anymore but they are good in closing sales ah, yes, yes. so they were the one who spoke to the clients Client. but then when they train they are not the trainer yes because they only help to close the deal yeah you see so that's the thing i think uh, compared to a freelance trainer we are more dedicated because we are not just about sales. Mm. We focus on the service, service and personal the, relationship. The, the, the training also. The yes, yes, yes. Also. Right, cool. So, um, what advice will you give to those people who are getting into fitness? I would say like, what I mean is, people who are right now uh, thinking of, you know, I finally make up my mind, I want to start my fitness journey. So, what type of advice will you give to okay. them? So I like that question because I understand there are two types of clients, right? That we have. I'm sure you also experience those who are highly high confidence, highly motivated, and those who are low motivated, low confidence. So I would try to cater to the underdogs, to the ones who are low confidence, no experience, right? And you want to get started. So that's this. That's what this question is directed towards. Yes. So I would say, don't be afraid, right? Start with something small. Do something that you're comfortable with. Let's say, I mean, whatever your fitness goal is, let's say you want to lose weight or you want to look good, whatever. Do something that you like first. Let's say you like to go cycling. Make it a routine. Go cycling, make it a routine. Then from there, when you do, when you are in a cycling routine, then, then you can think about, okay, now I'm already cycling regularly. Right? I'm already having a healthy lifestyle. Make it a lifestyle. How can I make it better? 
Should I join a gym? Should I get a personal trainer? Should I join a class? Mm-hmm. And that's the next stage. Don't worry about the big, big, big goal because sometimes big goals can be intimidating. Set small, achievable goals so that it can propel you forward. Yeah. Amazing. Very thank you, Anik, for your advice. Um, I think I think maybe some people who are listening, listening to this right now, right, uh, wondering, uh, why. Anik is my guest today. Um, <laughs> I, I, ha- I, have to, I have to say this is in the gym, there are many trainers. But I really see Anik is a person who is very dedicated to his job and he planned his workout. Um, and of course, he's a very hardworking uh, guy. So I would say when I, when I saw Anik, um, I really want to, I want him to be my guest and I really want to interview him. Yeah. And Thank you for having me, man. Sure, no problem. Um, okay, Anik, so tell us where can we find you if we want to find you in the social media? Alright, cool, cool. So my social media handle would be coach underscore Anik. That would be C-O-A-C-H underscore A-N-I-Q. So that's my Instagram handle. So if you check out my Instagram, you can see everything. What I'm good at, what I'm up to, my stories, my posts. And also... Um, yeah, what I'm currently working on as a freelance um, fitness coach. Nice, nice, nice. Alright guys, so with all this opinion and advice from Anik and myself, we hope you are able to find not just a right gym for yourself, but the right trainer or coach that able to help you achieve your goal in the right way. Alright guys, good luck. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you loved today's episode, Connect with me on my Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at KingBra Fitness. That is K-I-N-G-B-R-U-H-F-I-T-N-E-S-S. And add me on Facebook, Edison Ho. E-D-I-S-O-N-H-O. The woman's fat loss expert. Helping you to lose weight from losing your fats without losing muscle mass. If you want to achieve your dream body, do sign up at kingbra.com. That is K-I-N-G-B-R-U-H.com. If you do just that, you will get a free ebook called 20 Secrets to Dieting. In this ebook, you will learn how to lose at least 2 to 3 kg of fats without losing muscle mass. So till then, see you on my next episode.